Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello and welcome. My name is Tina Stinson and this is the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. Today is episode five and we're talking about five ways to set boundaries to live happier. So welcome back to those of you who have listened before. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm very honored that you're taking the time out of your day, not only to give yourself some deep level self-care, but to spend some time with me. So I'm really glad that you're here. Setting boundaries might sound a bit confrontational or maybe limiting, so it's not always like the popular topic, but I truly believe that boundaries are the foundation to all other self-care practices, meaning without boundaries, some of these other practices don't work too well, okay? Um, Setting boundaries can be very expansive and kind. It's not it's not limiting and confrontational. It's also what I think is the most important forms of self-care and self-love. It could help you live a life more fully, being authentically yourself. So what exactly is a boundary? Boundary is kind of like a limit that we set around what we consider is acceptable and unacceptable behavior from ourselves and others. It's what we will do or not do, accept, or tolerate. A boundary is a very personal thing. It has nothing to do with another person. It is our own set point for what is acceptable in our life, and it is our responsibility to set and maintain them, and no one else's. And this is this is a big. This was a big point for me, maintaining the boundary. So I thought I set the boundary, I put it out into the world, and then everybody is just going to listen to it. But And then when they don't, they're just being disrespectful and they're not listening to me and they don't love me or whatever comes up into your head. And this is what I thought. But what really, and like what I didn't get and what most people don't get is that it's your job to maintain them. And the fact that some people are not really maintaining them for you isn't because they don't love you or respect you. It's because that most people just because of human nature are more focused on themselves. They might not even be listening too closely to what your boundary is. And it just might take a couple of times for them to learn what you really are trying to set. Okay. So don't take it personal when somebody doesn't completely respect your boundary the first time. This is a little bit of work. This is what makes setting boundaries hard. And um, it's why most people don't set boundaries is because it's just difficult. It's a little, it is a little confrontational at first, but in a good way, because on the other side of this, you create space for yourself to live authentically as yourself and to do more things Um, that you love and less things that you don't love, right? So on the other side of this is just a lot of happiness. So if you feel someone has stepped over one of your boundaries, it's because you let it happen. And most people aren't happy about hearing that. They don't want to hear that. You might just like log off right now and not listen to me, but please don't do that. 
because I have I have five steps that are going to help you get started. And this is just important for you to know, because like I said, it's not other people's jobs to maintain this boundary. It's your job. Um, if you set a boundary and you don't hold to it, then you send the message that no one else has to respect it either. Okay. We teach people how to treat us. So respecting our own boundaries is very important because people are watching, people are listening. It's really about taking care of yourself and setting those standards. You're letting the whole world know what your standards are. What, you know, like what are Tina's standards? I'm letting the whole world know what what is important to me. While some may be similar to other people's, like there's many boundaries that most people have, some are very specific to yourself and you're in charge of what they will be 100% of the time. So just know that this is your decision and your decision only. If you're feeling like you're not being treated right, and maybe you're feeling resentful, this is a sure sign that you need to set some boundaries. So this is this is a question that I get a lot, like, how do I know I need to set a boundary? So this is one of the, the reasons, I, you know, this is one of the ways that you can tell, like, if you're feeling resentful about a person or a situation. Um, also, if you're saying things like, I should, I have to, you know, those are also signs because, you know, it, it's... You know, basically you're saying, I don't want to do this, but I should or I have to. And yes, there's going to always be things in our lives that we do have to do. We can't, we can't make everything, you know, full of, you know, joy and happiness 100% of the time. You could do your very best and make things better and the majority of the time be doing things that you love. But yes, sometimes we're going to have to do things that aren't our favorite things to do, Okay. Uh, but this setting boundaries is going to make this as optimal for you as possible. A lot of times we might agree to do something or be and act a certain way just to please someone, you know, or maybe not make somebody angry. We might be in that kind of a situation. This will usually bring up feelings of resentment for the activity or for the person. And this is just not a great place to be if you're trying to put your best self in to the world if you're trying to have the best experience you can have in your life. You don't want to be in a situation where you have to either act like you're not like yourself just to make someone happy or not piss someone off or agree to do something that's just against your your core values or just what you you just don't want to do it. Learning to set and uphold boundaries protects your energy. It helps you say yes to things that bring you joy and say no to things that don't. You have every right, and I would say it's your obligation to do this for yourself because no one else will. No one else is going to do this for you. No one's else going to make your life this wonderful place for you to be. You have to create that for yourself. So here are five ways to get started. And I have to apologize. I am so stuffed up right now. My allergies are so bad. And maybe you don't know me as well as I know myself, obviously, um, or you don't know my voice, but I sound so nasally right now and I'm having a hard time not laughing at my voice. I just sound so funny. So I apologize for that. So number one, let's get started. Take responsibility for your own boundaries that you already have and start respecting them. Um, this might also just be you starting to create these new boundaries. So start identifying some of the boundaries you have. Like for me, for instance, I don't eat meat. I eat a plant-based whole food diet. So I'm eating mostly 
whole food. I don't eat a lot of processed food with a lot of chemicals in it. And this is a very strong boundary I have. Now, sometimes I eat like cakes and cookies. Um, I like to drink my whiskey or my wine sometimes, but I never, I never eat meat. I don't like to eat meat. So this is, that's like, that's where I draw the line, the meat thing. That's definitely where I draw the line. And so I don't eat dairy. I don't eat meat, but the meat thing, that's, you know, that's, nothing's going to make me eat meat. So like, I respect that boundary. It's a very strong boundary. There's no one or nothing that's going to make me go against that unless it's myself. Okay. But I, it's very important to me and I do respect that boundary. So start looking through your life and seeing where you have your own boundaries and then seeing how strongly you respect them. Like, do you tell yourself you're going to work out every day? You set that and then then you're like, oh, it's okay if I don't, you know, I don't work out today. You know, three days is okay. I don't need to do four, whatever. So just see where your boundaries are and how strongly you're respecting them. Then you go to number two, when you're making a decision about something. So making a decision, meaning someone's asking you to do something or you, you were going to do something, uh, really check in with yourself and make sure that it's really something you want to do. Make sure it's not out of obligation or expectation, or maybe sometimes even fear from another person. And the fear might come from like that person might get angry or, you know, maybe that person won't love me anymore. Okay. So make sure that, that you're doing this thing, whatever it might be, because you want to be doing it. Ask yourself how you feel, feel into it. Number three immediately course correct as soon as you realize a boundary has been crossed. So don't just let it slip on by. If you notice it, course correct. Like if you say, oh, wait a minute, that's my new boundary. I have to fix that. Just course correct it. It's, I mean, that's it's very it's a very easy thing to do and people will understand. This might take some practice, but also remember, you don't need permission to change your mind about something because you feel differently. So if you have a boundary, like maybe you set a new boundary, And, you know, you're working on maintaining it and telling people about it. And there's just something that doesn't feel right about it. So you want to kind of change it or tweak it a little bit. You don't need permission to change that. You know, someone might get mad. They might say, well, I thought you said this. And you say, I did, but I, I discovered that I really needed to change that a little bit. So I'm going to do this instead. And, you know, you don't need permission to do that because somebody else might feel differently about it. This is your right. This is you taking care of yourself. So definitely pay attention, you know, have your boundaries, but make sure you're course correcting as soon as you realize a boundary has been crossed by yourself or another person, you know, and all you need to say is like a reminder, well, you know, for instance, um, you know, like I, I had the boundary for when I sold real estate, not to return calls after a certain time of the day you know, and then maybe I accidentally answered the phone after that. And then I could just say to my client, I could say, Oh, listen, I just realized what time it was. I normally don't answer calls after 5 PM. So just so you know, for future, future calls, I won't be answering the phone after 5 PM. I just, you know, I made a mistake, whatever, but that's your course correction right there. People are going to understand. Okay. Number four, Learn to refocus your attention on yourself and how you feel. Keep checking in with yourself. I know I've been a bit repetitive about this, but this is really important. Most of us, including myself, don't do this enough or ever. 
Learn to take your own feelings into consideration at least as much as everyone else's. Did you ever notice that? Like when we look at a situation, we're always thinking about how everyone else is going to feel. And then we kind of put ourselves last or we don't even put ourselves into that equation. It's very common for a lot of people. Eventually, this should change into taking your own feelings into consideration first. So not only to give yourself the same consideration as other people, but doing that first before other people, because the only one that's going to take care of yourself is you, right? So you need to take your own feelings into consideration first and don't put yourself into bad situations. Making sure you feel great about a situation is what's important. Now, this does not mean that you don't care about other people. It just means that you're checking in with yourself first. You want to make sure you're aligned with this decision. This supports and protects your energy and helps you live more authentically as yourself. Can you see how this helps you be more authentically yourself? Because if you stop checking in with yourself, what happens? You don't even know yourself anymore. You're respecting your needs and staying in touch with who you are as a person. This in turn puts your best self forward when you do something for another person. So when you're aligned with that thing that you're doing, you do better. And they can feel your energy. They can feel your enthusiasm about you doing it. So this doesn't just serve you. It's not selfish. It also helps the other people that you spend time with because you don't want to go into something and half-ass it, right? You don't want to agree to do something and then be resentful about it and not do a good job. So you're not serving that person. You're not being you know, selfless by, by helping them. What you're doing is not putting your best self into that project or whatever it is you're doing. So by being more aligned with what that thing, whatever that thing is, you're serving everybody. You're serving yourself and you're serving the person that you're doing it with. They're getting that best version of you. And that's very important. That's also important for you to put that out into the world, right? Now, number five, know that this is self-care. It is how we put our best self into the world as happy person that is not drained, burnt out, overwhelmed, right? We as women are taught to care for everyone else first. Now, this is changing a little bit with some of the younger generations, and I'm really happy to say that. But a lot of women uh, put everyone else's needs first, and then whatever else is, is left is for us. I mean, how many times for all the moms out there, I know not everyone is a mom, but for all the moms out there, you're cooking dinner for your kids, and then you're eating scraps over the sink while your kids are eating. So it's like the perfect funny example of that. But uh, this consists of like, there's nothing left. This consists of not much or nothing. A lot of women have nothing for most of their adult life. Okay. So when we don't check in with ourselves and know our limits, we begin to disappear. Right. So we're not, if we don't check in with ourselves and ask ourselves, is this something I want to do? Am I doing this out of, um, expectation? Am I doing this to avoid conflict? Why am I doing this? If we don't check in with ourselves and learn what our limits are, we begin to disappear. That self that we knew once when we were a kid, you know, that that little badass girl that you were when you were a kid, she'll disappear. And then we could lose our, we lose our sense of self. We really do. And now I'm not saying this doesn't happen to men also. I'm just saying that it's more common expectation in society for women. And some women even wear this badge of honor that because they're being selfless, okay, they wear a badge of honor thinking that this makes me a better person. And it, it, it's, 
it's really not good to not take care of yourself and let yourself get burnt out and overwhelmed. It's just not. This needs to change. I think this is why so many women feel lost or stuck when they reach midlife or even before that. They've spent so much time putting everyone else first that they don't even know who they are or what they want anymore. This can be easily changed by reconnecting with yourself and setting these clean boundaries and maintaining them. Just think about the freedom on the other side of that. If you're the type of person that's a people pleaser, which I was like a number one, first place, you know, gold medal people pleaser for most of my life. I'm not anymore, but I was. So I know this. I know experience this personally firsthand. Okay. When you set clean boundaries and you maintain them, you become reconnected with yourself and who you really are. And if you, if you're a people pleaser for a long time, you really, you lose that connection with yourself. You don't even know what you like anymore. I even did it for so long that even my friends weren't aligned with me. I just did everything to make everybody happy. So everybody was my friend because I just made them happy. And then I realized once I stopped being a people pleaser or a doormat that most of these people that I was friends with, I really had nothing in common with them. Like I really just not that they weren't bad people. I just had nothing in common with them because I was not being myself. I was not showing up authentically as myself. So if you would like more help setting boundaries and other self-care strategies, you could join me in the Aligned and Worthy Bootcamp, which is my main online program. It has live coaching though. Um, It goes into 11 different deep level self-care practices and boundaries is one of them. So I'll put the link in the show notes so you have access to that. And you could sign up anytime and you have lifetime access to it. So it's it's a really cool program. So if you wanna go deeper, you could do that. Now, setting boundaries is adding deep level self-care into your life, and it's also the strong foundation with other methods of self-care sit and are supported, meaning without boundaries, some of these other methods will not work as well. So if I had to tell someone, you know, the first step that they should take, the strongest step that they could take to really start to take care of themselves, I would say set strong boundaries and maintain them because it's the foundation of all self-care. So remember to always add deep level self-care into your life every day. Once again, my name is Tina Stinson. I hope you have a wonderful week. I, I will see you next Friday with the next episode. Love you. Bye.